Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the DevThink Podcast with your hosts, Nicola and Sean. And today, Nicola is going to answer a very important question. What does a developer, programmer, engineer, whatever you want to call them, need to know? Now, obviously, you got to know your programming language. That's like step zero. But other than that, what do you need to either get or keep and do well at your first job? Simple. It's called writing. Mm. Be it writing emails, be it writing blog posts, be it writing whatever, be it writing the documentation, it's writing. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I almost said, quote unquote, yeah, bonus point for me. Whatever you do, go out, check out Google. It's very smart. Google how to learn to write properly or whatever and learn it. Literally invest in it. This can be the best investment ever because, hey, if you write everything in a freaking one line, kind of like a nonstop continuous sentence, and if I get an email like that from you, that says a lot from you. Press a freaking spacebar or an enter sometimes, maybe sometimes even twice for an actual paragraph, right? I mean, honestly, it's so overlooked, a, a simple thing like that, but people don't do it for whatever reason. I honestly don't know. But uh, you can be the best guy ever, you know, the best programmer or whatever. But if your emails or your reports or your documentation looks like beep, that's not going to work out, at least in my eyes. Yeah, but everybody learns this in school. So everyone should know this and should do this. But most people just fall short in spelling and grammar and they just don't care. And if you say anything, they'll say, uh, you know what I meant, which is probably true, but still annoying to people who actually care. So considering the fact that most people seem to be like that and they replace entire words with single letters and use retarded abbreviations that make me just assume they're an idiot. Why should anybody try to do better when most people are like that? That's just how it is now. No, I, I cannot take that as an answer. You should be better than that, period. Like you should, should, should go do more, be more, work more, work harder. I mean, just do it, right? Because that's not an ex so okay you know the um the neighbor's kid is also doing it and i'm doing it as well so what are you just you know falling down on his level no go above like d don't don't be mediocre like honestly and if they're doing this uh it just shows to me that they don't care they don't care as much to actually go and i mean Nowadays, Grammarly.com comes to mind. It's freaking free. So it can check those simple errors, right? And I mean, come on, this is coming from a freaking guy that, you know, a non-native guy, right? So, and I don't like it when I see it. So please, for the love of God, invest in writing properly. Nobody, like, honestly, I mean, you can correct me. Nobody will hold it against you if you use a word, like, wrongly, I would say. But if I see, for example, and this is like a really, as you say, pet peeve of mine. When I see I used incorrectly, meaning in the lowercase, I just, I don't know. Uh, that gets me so frustrated. It's crazy. Yeah, my biggest pet peeve is just using the wrong words, like, it's with an apostrophe and without it's with an apostrophe is always it is. 
So if you're talking about something's feature and you say, it's battery life, there's no apostrophe there. And using the wrong your and the word, the wrong there, it's simple stuff. And also loose versus lose. These are very simple things and not doing it or not caring just really. And, you know, I've been asked before, oh, what are you a teacher? No, I'm just a person who cares about the stuff. And I think you should, too. Especially, and I, th- I think I've said the same thing on a previous episode on a different topic, but when you're working in a world that's as connected as it is by the internet, where most of the people you interact with will talk to you or communicate with you only by email and instant messages and chats and things like that, that is 100% of who you are to them. So you want to represent yourself in the best light possible. I don't care if your hygiene is great and you dress really nicely and you're the super polite and hold the door and bring me a cup of coffee every morning. That's fine for people that you can see, but people you're working with in another state or another country, another time zone, and all they see is this badly spelled email that shows that you don't even have the respect for them to give them the dignity of a properly written, you know, three sentence email. It just looks really bad. Yep. Agreed. I mean, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know what else to say. Cause, uh, so I actually got one resume that the resume was good, but the uh, intro email was all messed up. And I'm like, sorry, dude, I'm not even going to look at your resume, but I did because I really was curious. You know, I expected a really bad resume and I was like, Whoa, this guy has some experience. So what? So, okay, you have an experience, but are you lazy? Are you lazy to freaking write three normal sentences with an actual correct grammar? Come on, you know? Yep. Uh, that's why I love getting cover letters. And that's why I love sending out written questionnaires with a few simple questions for an applicant just to make them write something spontaneous because anybody can pay someone to write a resume or have someone look it over and fix it for them so that it doesn't look terrible. So seeing how they actually communicate, I think is very important before anything else. Yes. Agreed. There is this example somewhere because, Hey, words are powerful, right? And using them wrongly can sometimes mean life or death. I'm of course exaggerating, but there was this example. At least we have it, had it, uh, the wrong use of coma, right? And I could translate now, but it wouldn't, you know, translate well. But basically it was the, they put coma on the wrong, after the wrong word. And it basically meant, um, do not spare, kill. And then it was something like, uh, do not kill, spare. But again, this is, this comes from trend, literally translating on the fly now, but maybe you have a similar example. Okay. Well, there's a famous book called Eat, Shoots and Leaves, which addresses that topic. And I, when you said coma, did you mean comma, the punctuation <laughs> mark? Yeah, comma. Yeah. You know what? Obviously, you just don't care enough about this podcast to say the right word. Right. No. See, no, so, no. Foreigners get a pass. It's when someone knows better and they've been corrected and just don't care. Like, I'm sure Nicola will never say coma again unless he's talking about someone who was hit in the head and is now exactly know, unconscious comma. in a hospital bed. But... Yeah, you should really care. Yeah. Eat shoots and leaves. It's a famous book. There's a there's a joke. A, a panda walks into a bar, orders a sandwich, fires a gun in the air, and walks out. And someone says, "Hey, what'd you do that for?" And he says, "He shows him a bad, a badly punctuated um, 
nature book and it says panda eats comma shoots and leaves. I get it. So, yes. Yeah, guys. So please care, care. Yeah. Cause if you don't, who will? Cool. That's all that we've got for you guys. And Keep on carrying on. <laughs> See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the DevThink Podcast. You can contact us at info at DevThink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K. Now, go accomplish something.